Welcome back to our study of the Gospel of Matthew. Omnipotent is Matthew chapter 3. God is all-powerful. At the beginning of this chapter, what are we seeing? We're seeing God empowering John the Baptist to get out there and what? Preach the word and, and, and get people's sins forgiven. Notice what John is doing in John chapter 1 verse 23, quoting from Isaiah the prophet. I am the voice of the one coming in, coming in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as Isaiah the prophet said. John knows he's the fulfillment. God has opened his eyes to understand the work that he has called John to do. And his, his, his base comes from the text. And that's the thing that we really need to see. It's the word of God. Romans chapter 1, verse 16. I'm not ashamed of the God. It's the power of God for salvation. What is? The gospel is. The word of God is the power. And that's what John had given to him. And he's out preaching the word. Point number two. When you're preaching the word, you've got to be what? You've got to be humble. Notice how all of Jerusalem, Judea, and all around the Jordan are coming to John to be baptized for the forgiveness of their sins. And why are they going to go see him? What miracles has he done? Nothing. Look how he dresses. His cloak is made out of camel hair. He's got just a piece of leather for a belt to tie to hold that thing together. And notice the food he eats. He's eating locusts and honey. Now, they talk about John, and they can't figure out where on the Jordan that he was baptizing. John was baptizing up and down the entire Jordan. Why? Because he's chasing his food. If he stayed in one place, he would eat all the locusts and all the honey that was there. He's chasing the locusts and the honey. God's, God's in control of wherever John's going. And God doesn't worry about John being on the best and busiest corner so people could see where John was. They had to find him on the Jordan. And they came to him. Why? Because he was preaching the truth. They came to hear the word of God. And the humility of John was there. He was not chasing after creature comforts. He was not dressed in the, the smartest of the suits and the best of shoes and the most wonderful building. It's all about the word of God. That's the power of God. And that's the thing we need to pick up on. And here comes the, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And what's John say? Who warned you? And notice on my chart, there's a money sign. Because it was the money that warned them. You see, you need to understand, John, his birthday is the Day of Atonement. So that's about September 2022, 20, you know, around that period in time. That's when the high priest went in to get the forgiveness of sins. That's the day that John started baptizing in the Jordan for the forgiveness of sins. And this is probably January, February. Uh, Jesus was baptized in February. Um, so it's about a three-month three period right here. And guess what? If all the people of Jerusalem, uh, Judea, and the Jordan are coming to John to get their sins forgiven, that means they're not going to the temple. They're not buying the sheep and the goats and the steers and the birds to get their sins forgiven. The money's going down. The temple is not in business. The Passover is on its way, and the high priest is going crazy. He's losing money because as far as high priest is concerned, there is no life after death. It's all about the money and how much we're putting out right now. What's going on? Where's everybody going? Who is this nutcase down at the Jordan? 
So down they go, and they're only there to ask questions. They're not there to get baptized. And they think that they are, because they're sons of Abraham, that they are the best. And what does John say? You've got to learn to what? Bear good fruit. If the tree's got rotten fruit, fruit the, the, the axe is already at the root. The power in the word of God comes when we obey it. If there's no obedience, there's no power. You need to understand that. The Pharisees and Sadducees had no power. They weren't clued in at all. And what's John saying? Bear good fruit. And now he starts talking about the Messiah. There's one that's coming who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Now, the Holy Spirit and fire, what you need to know, understand about this is Malachi 3. He is like a refiner's fire and like a fuller's soap. He will sit as a smelter and a purifier of silver, and he will purify the sons of Levi and refine them like gold and silver. Two things are happening here in Malachi 3. You're getting cleansed with the fuller soap, and you're being refined, purified. Well, when you come to God at your baptism, that's when you get your sins forgiven. That's the fuller soap. But then, as you go through life, the refiner's fire is the word of God and the Holy Spirit working together. In 1 Corinthians, each man's work will become evident, for the day will show itself because it is to be revealed with fire. And the fire will, itself will test the quality of each man's work. The fire is the word of God. And as we, as we feed on it and keep it hot within ourselves, we get rid of the sins. But then along comes the temptation, and do we listen to the word or do we go with our temptation? In Revelation, the two witnesses, if anyone wants to harm them, fire comes out of their mouth and devours their enemies. The fire that's coming out of the mouth of the two witnesses, the two witnesses represents the church in um, the Roman persecution time, and it's the word of God because they're continuing to preach. Now, the word of God is like water. When people preach it, people respond, and it comforts them. Or it's like fire, and it burns them. It all depends on how you respond to it. But what you see is that Jesus is coming with the truth of God's word. That's the power. And then John tries to prevent Jesus from getting baptized, right? And Jesus insists. Now, you've really got to focus on this one. I did not recognize him, says John the Baptist, but he who sent me to baptize in water said, he upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining upon him, this is the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit. So God told John, I want you to baptize for the forgiveness of sins, but the Messiah is going to show up. And when you baptize him, the Spirit is going to come down. Now, Jesus is not getting baptized for the forgiveness of sins because he's sinless. Jesus is getting baptized so that John was told, when you baptize the Messiah, the Spirit's coming down. You have to do this, John, so that when you say that I'm the one, you're obeying what God has told you. Okay? Jesus insisted on it. That's the humility of Christ. And then the last one is the voice of God, my son in whom I am well pleased. Why is God so well pleased? Jesus hasn't even started his ministry. Well, from Luke chapter 252, after Jesus celebrates his birthday at the Passover, he went back home and kept increasing in wisdom and in favor with God and men. 
Jesus kept his relationship with God solid, and he kept his relationship with men solid. He had great fruit on his tree. Okay, split the chapter. Let's see what God is trying to say to us ourselves. God expects us, is expecting us to what? To deny ourselves. He empowers us with the word of God. Just like John was empowered with an understanding of the Old Testament, that he was the fulfillment, Jesus refines us with the word, and he has blessed us with the empowerment of the word. And unless you deny yourself and listen to the scriptures and start obeying the scriptures, you don't have the power of God because it's all wrapped up in obedience to the word of God. And then God expects us to be humble. John was totally humble, didn't chase creature comforts, right? Jesus went down into the waters of baptism because that's what God had called him to do. Jesus took up his cross as well. And in humbling ourselves, we need to take up our cross. Whatever cross that is, people need to know that we are Christians. And they need to be able to see that in our actions. That's our hope. And then God expects us to what? To bear good fruit. How? By following him. That's the recommendation that John gives to us. That's the perfect example that Jesus gives to us. The power of God is seen in the word of God. And it's seen when we, we obey it and we follow it, follow Christ by sharing that word with other people. And that's Matthew chapter 3. Thank you.